Welcome back to episode number two of the For the One podcast. I'm your host, Hunter. And in today's episode, we're going to be going over the playoff preview for the NBA. Well, preview slash prediction. So yeah, sit down, relax, uh, get ready for some predictions and some uh, analysis and my thoughts on the playoffs so far. So thanks for listening and get ready. Alright, first up, we're starting with the Jazz versus the Grizzlies. The series is currently tied 1-1, and uh, we got a good one in our hands. Uh, we got John Morant out here, balling out, and uh, we got the Grizzlies with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and uh, sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson, and uh, I guess seventh man of the year, Joe Ingles, but, uh, and Dylan Brooks has been balling out too. This is a tough one to pick, because... You know, I felt like the Jazz have always been kind of like a fraud team a little bit. Like, they play better in the regular season than they do in the postseason. So, I'm still going to go Utah, but Utah in seven, honestly, because Donovan Mitchell is a 100%. And uh, Jaws been balling out. He dropped, I think, 47, if I believe, his last game. And he's going to keep him in it as long as he's playing like that. Um, Dylan Brooks is also playing good. Uh, fun fact... Back in the, uh, I think it was the 2017 draft, 2018 draft. No, yeah, 2017 when they picked uh, Shimmy Ojale, the Celtics. I wanted them to pick Dylan Brooks or Jordan Bell because I'm a, if you guys don't know, I'm a big Ducks fan. And uh, I was like, dude, they're right there for the taking, but we picked Shimmy Ojale. Given Shimmy, I don't know, he's had an okay, uh, an all right career. I mean, he's been falling off the last few years, but we could have had Dylan Brooks right there, an elite defender. He can score 20 games sometimes, you know, 30 like he did the other night. But yeah, so yeah, yeah back to back from the Celtic sidetrack, back to the uh, Utah Grizzlies series. Uh, yeah, Jazz in seven. I think Donovan helps him pull it out. Uh, Jazz not going to be able to drive to the rim as well when Gobert is out of foul trouble and he's in the paint, you know. He's not when he's not flopping on the sideline when he's not even in the game. But uh, yeah. This Grizzlies team's got a got a good future. They got a young core, and they they got a Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. They got Dylan Brooks, John Morant, uh, Brandon Clark, which he was really good last year, but I don't really know what happened to the, what happened to him this year. Seems like he kind of fell the rotation, but he was one of those rookies who was like twenty three or twenty four when they get drafted, and everyone's like, "Oh, this guy's a beast," but it's because he's twenty three already, and he's not like nineteen or twenty like the rest of the first round rookies you know but yeah jazz and seven uh so now we're going to move on to the clippers mavericks game or game series uh right now game three is being played uh let's see clippers are up 11 with three left in the fourth so i think the clippers got this one but you never know luca luca can give you a shot no matter how far down you're down you know uh i don't know what's up with the clippers man the the Mavericks have got their number, and I, it's tough to see the Clippers pull this one out, but when you got Kawhi, I don't know. Kawhi, is, he's still like a top seven player around there. So honestly, I think since they're going to win this game three, it looks like I think they will. 
I'm going to go Clippers and seven still. It's a tough one. I don't know. Mavericks are making everything this series, and the Clippers don't have an answer for it. But I think, well, assuming they win, like I'm predicting, they'll play the they'll play the Jazz next round. I think they'll have a lot better time against the Jazz versus the Mavericks, who have Luka and all the shooting around them. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, Kawhi had 41 the other night, which is like an amazing scoring game for Kawhi. It's pretty amazing, but I don't know. Lucas is built different. Luka and Luka, Tatum and Zion, and I guess John Morant are the future of the league, and they're gonna they're gonna leave their mark. I don't know. I guess Trey Young too, but Trey Young is a pretty bad defender, but he he has the potential to lead the league, you know. So yeah, so Clippers and seven there. Oh, back to back seven game predictions, my hunter. Ooh. Yeah, okay, so uh, staying with the West right here. Uh, next up, we got Denver versus Portland. Denver's up 2-1 to one in the series. Um, I love Dame. I love Dame. He's probably one of my favorite Celtics players, not, or favorite players not in the Celtics. But it's just tough. Jokic is just killing them lately. Like They don't have an answer for Jokic. I mean, Nurkic can kind of guard him a little bit. Cantor can't do crap. They're, the uh, Trailblazer fans are finally realizing that what the Celtics realized last season is Cantor is like a friggin' traffic cone out there getting ran by, you know? But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go Denver in six. Or, hmm, yeah, Denver in six. I think they could take care of it in six. I think Dame gives them a few more, like, 30, 40-point games, you know? But they'll, they'll keep it going. Uh, it's just, I just feel bad for the Nuggets, you know? Before Murray got hurt, I thought they had a real chance to make the finals maybe, you know? especially with the Lakers being a lower seed like that and not fully healthy. But without Murray, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be tough for them to get past that's the, the second round. But I got them over Portland. Uh, kind of ruined for Portland. P- Portland, yeah. But uh, yeah, I got Denver in six. Uh, moving on to the Lakers-Phoenix game. Uh, you got LaFlop versus the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Suns, I don't know. I'm ruined for the Suns big time because if you guys don't know, I hate the Lakers and I hate LeBron. Uh, I despise him, but despise Kuzma. AD ain't that bad, but yeah. But honestly, Lakers and six, because Chris Paul's hurt. He's basically playing with one arm out there. He can't really score for his life. I mean, he can still play solid defense, but it's tough to win when your best player is playing with one arm. And LeBron and AD are starting to heat up. His last few, or this last game, they were pretty good. But the first two games, they were really rusty, but that's probably because they've missed so much time, you know? Um, LeBron is out there seeing three rims, apparently. I don't believe that one bit, but... Uh, yeah, LeBron's flopping. He's uh, he's selling uh, his body for calls, you know? I don't know. You gotta respect it. He's got the hustle going. Last night, um, he had this one possession against Jay Crowder where I think Jay Crowder called... Oh, he liked a tweet on Twitter that it had one of those diamond testers that you test to see if the diamond's real or not. And the caption was, uh, Anthony Davis, uh, let's try this on your ring real quick because, you know, he's got a Mickey Mouse ring from last year. So so I think the Lakers don't like that that much. So they were giving it to Crowder all last night, and there's this one possession where LeBron has Crowder in the post. He's got this big old smile on his face, and the whole Lakers bench is, like, cracking up because they know LeBron's going to score score on him already, but... I don't know. I guess whatever motivation you can take to get you going, you know. Um, I don't know. It's going to be tough for the Suns to win those series, honestly, without Booker going insane. 
Aiton's been really good. I mean, I think I saw a graphic. I think he was 56 for 59 from the field so far in the series, which is pretty insane. Um, he's getting a lot of rebounds. Uh, I don't know. I just think I just wish I would see AD play the five a little more. I mean, I guess he doesn't really have to, but he needs to this year more than he did last year because he had JaVale and Dwight last year. But this year, who's he got? Marcus Gasol. I guess he's got Drummond, but Drummond's fake good anyways, you know? All these Lakers fans were uh, clamoring to get Drummond at the deadline after the buyout. But Jake, my brother Jake, he's a huge Cavs fan. He's been telling me how trash Drummond's been for the last year and a half and how he's fake good and he's just a stat stuffer, you know? And lo and behold, all the Lakers fans are finally realizing that now. Because Drummond will have like have like 15.9 remote games, but like, oh, Drummond's the worst player out there. That says a lot when you got Kuzma on your team, you know, because Kuzma's horrible. But, uh, yeah, so Lakers and six. Uh, moving on to the East, we got uh, the Sixers and the Wizards. Uh, Sixers are up 2-0 right now. Uh, honestly, I got Sixers in five. I think Westbrook, Westbrook's been pretty iffy this series so far, but I think especially after that fan throwing popcorn on him, I think they'll get one game. I think he'll go crazy one game. But uh, the Wizards just don't have anyone to really match up with Embiid, and Embiid... He's just going to kill you the free throws. You you can't really do anything against him. And Ben Simmons, I hate Ben Simmons, but I got to give it to him. He's been pretty good this series. He's been getting around 15 to 20 points. And like, I think one game he had six points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists, which is really good, you know? And he's a good defender too. So I can't see them going any more than five games. So yeah, I'm going uh, Philly and five back in their arena for the fifth game. Uh, Hawks, Knicks. Honestly, I got Hawks in. Hmm, I got Hawks in six because uh, if it goes to seven, I think the Knicks will win because they're going to be in uh, MSG with full with the full capacity, and it's tough to see them losing that game with the crowd going. It's been real refreshing. To, like you know, I'm not the biggest Knicks fan because I'm a Celtics fan, but it's been cool to see the Knicks fans out and about and supporting their team. You know, because they've struggled through like a lot of really horrible seasons. Is like what 2013 when they last went with Mello. And uh, they're real fans. Like, I respect them, you know? They might not be the most classiest fans, but I respect them, you know? They were spinning on Trey Young last game. I don't know about that one, but... Yeah, so... Hawks and Six, because... They got Capella. Uh, Capella's been solid. Trey Young's been amazing. They just got too many good role players compared to the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks, I think this last game today, D-Rose had to drop 30, and they still lost by, I think, like, 10-plus. And Randall's been horrible, like... Hey, who knows? Maybe they win after in like six or seven if Randall starts turning around. But Randall today was two for 15. And when your best player is shooting two for 15, you're not going to win, really. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what this says about Randall. I don't know if he's been exposed as like a playoff fraud, kind of. Or I don't know. He did deserve most improved. I'll give that to him this year. But some people are voting him for MVP. Like a lot of people had him top five for MVP, which is. Uh, not the best look right now, if I just say so myself. Uh, Hawks got DeAndre Hunter. He's a great defender. Uh, they got Herder, good shooter. Um, Capella, John Collins, they're just deep. They're a deep team. They got Lou Will coming out the woods lately, playing good. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so Hawks and six, that's my prediction. Then we got the Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. This gives me great pleasure to say that the Heat are getting swept, bro. The the heat bro, bubble frauds, bubble frauds. 
Last season, I knew every single game during that Celtics series in the conference finals, I knew the Celtics were better every game. They only played better. They just couldn't. Ah. That still pains me to this, to this day. That was one of the worst series I've ever had to endure as a Celtics fan. Because we were better than them, but we lost. But anyways, going back to this series off the Celtics, we'll wait for them to talk about them. Um, yeah, the Heat don't really have a answer to Giannis and Drew and Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, you know? Like, Jimmy's been shooting not that great. I think this last game he was better. Bam was better this last game, but they still lost by, like, 30 or 20. That first game was close, but uh, Chris Middleton iced up. Um, yeah. I don't know. Screw the Heat. I'm happy they're getting swept. Uh, honestly, as soon as the Celtics get knocked out, go Bucks. Because I love Giannis, and they're just they're a bunch of likable guys. Chris Milton. How I don't know how someone could hate Chris Milton. He's like the most neutral guy ever. Drew Holiday's a great guy. Guy like Brooke Lopez. Uh, yeah. So Bucks in four. Uh, that Heat culture is not saving you, Miami. Uh, okay, on to the Celtics Nets series. Uh, Celtics just won tonight. They're uh, down two to one in the series. I'm just happy that they won one game, honestly, because obviously being a Celtics fan, I'm, I'm going Celtics in six, you know. But at the end of the day, I was I was gonna be surprised if they even won one game, especially with how Kimba's playing lately and Jalen being out, you know, for the season. But they stole one tonight. Tatum at fifty, he's just got that clutch gene, you know. Like like I said before, when you have Jason Tatum on your team, you are never out of a game, you know. Like tonight. Uh, Harden had 41 and Katie had 39, I think, or maybe Katie had 42, one or the other, but they combined for 80 plus and you still win because you got Tatum dropping 50, bro. Uh, smart, smart, low key up until this game has been our best player. Smart. I don't know how people say trade smart. Smart is the heart and soul of the Celtics. And without him, like we don't win that series in Toronto last year, with this huge block. We, there's been so many games and times over smart's career where like, he has made the winning play for us to get that win, you know? And uh, you just can't replace that, you know? Like, some nights, yeah, he'll shoot two for 12, and he'll kill you, you know? But those he comes up clutch when you need it, you know? And he loves the Celtics, and he loves Boston, and he bleeds green. Like, how can you get rid of a guy like that when you got someone who doesn't even really try, like Kyrie on the other side, you know? He basically walked his way out of Boston because he did not love it. He wasn't about it. He didn't bleed, bleed green. So, yeah, I think, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Celtics tied it up on uh, on Sunday, back of the Garden, because today they only had 5,000 fans in uh, TD. But on Sunday, they're going to have 17,000. So the Garden's going to be rocking, and uh, don't come knocking. <laughs> so, yeah, I got Celt- I think Celtics are going to win Sunday, but I think I still got... Nets and six, realistically, you know. Celtics fan inside of me, Celtics and seven, but Nets and six, I would say. Because uh, I think the Celtics could steal one more game, you know, with how Tatum's been playing. But, uh, yeah, it's just, Tatum is just elevating his game into a whole nother level this season. Like, this is his fourth 50th point, 50-point game this season. Like, before this, his career high was 41, I think, from last season when they played the Lakers or the Pelicans. I think it was both. You both had 41, maybe. But anyways, 54 times this year, 61 time. Like, he is the, like, he, him and Luca are the future of the NBA. Like, he is only 23. He could be on the Celtics for another 17 years, you know? Hopefully, that'd be the dream. Him and, him and Brown on the Celtics for another 17 years, bro. 
that'd be a dream come true. And uh, Tatum, you know, he's just got that, he's got that clutching, he's got that mama mentality. And uh, he's built different, bro. Like, the real key to his game in the last few months of him really breaking down, getting those 50-point games is he's really driving in the paint and getting to the free throw line. Like, when he has, like, 10 or 12-plus free throw attempts in a game, you know he's getting 45-plus at least, you know. So I that was the one part of the game I was really looking forward to him expanding on the last few years. He's been kind of weak in transition and going towards the basket sometimes, but he's really stepped it up this year, and I'm proud of him. And uh, I think the next big thing he's going to add to his game is playmaking more. I mean, you've already seen glimpses of it this season. He had triple-double this season. He's been, he's been around that five or six assist uh, range for most games this season, which is a big step up from a few years ago, you know. Same thing with Brown. Both, I think as soon as they both become better playmakers, it just unlocks a whole another uh, echelon of like potential that the Celtics could reach, you know? Like, you know? But, hey, like I was saying, if Brown, Tatum, and Smart are on the Celtics for their whole career, I mean, hopefully we won one championship or more, hopefully, but... Just that alone is like so cool, you know. That would been that would be a dream come true to have those guys be Celtics for life. Uh in other words, and like retooling the the uh, roster around a little bit after the season because obviously it didn't work out that great this season. You, I think you, I don't know if you give Kemba one more year or half a year and try to deal him with the deadline. Uh his trade value is probably pretty down right now. He only had six points tonight in like a clutch playoff game. That's a pretty bad luck for Kemba, who's like used to be scored machine. Um, I don't know. It's at the point now where you it's, it's better have him off the court than on the court. Well, especially against the Nets, but I think against most teams, he's beneficial. But I don't know. It's tough. I think you got to try to flip him for someone. Maybe you flip him and one or two first round picks for Dejounte Murray from the Spurs. Maybe you know try to get uh, Kemba and DeRozan to pop you know i don't know because De- Dejounte could play great d him and smart could be like a menace on defense and we'd be able to lock up teams and have a great defense you know but kim was just i don't know he's just got to go maybe you let him play half of the next season gets trade value up after how bad he's been playing this season which i mean he has been having bad injuries like i want to be i want to be shocked if kimba is not that great for the rest of his career. And I wouldn't be shocked if he went back to being amazing again next season. He's just had a tough year, you know, so it's hard to really judge it off of this year, especially with all the COVID protocols of the Celtics and games missed and Kimba only playing half the games of the season. Cause he can't play back to backs. Like he's got to give him a chance. And uh, I would give him half, half of next year to see what you're really working with before you really make a big decision, but you'll have Jalen back next season. Uh, Tristan Thompson is great tonight. It's it's been tough because some games Tristan Thompson looks like he's horrible. Some games he looks amazing. Like he should be a starting center. But I don't know. I think you gotta keep him around for rebounding because we can't rebound for our life, you know, usually. Uh Time Lord, Rob Williams, he's been amazing. If he's healthy, he's our future of our center. And like you're running a lineup of smart, um, Caden Brown, Rob Will. Doesn't matter if you have a point guard, camp or whoever else, you're solid. That's like a really, really good team, you know. Like you could still make the finals of that team if we could like if we're healthy, you know, like health is the big thing with the Celtics. Like if they're healthy, they can get to the finals, I still believe. Like isn't out of the realm of possibility. Uh but yeah. Nets and six, with that said, it's just tough to beat three out of like the top twelve or thirteen players in the NBA. Like and then with two of them being like 
probably one's going to be like a top 12 player of all time when all said and done, and the other one's going to be like a top 20, you know. It's tough to beat that, really, you know. Uh, so uh, going to the second round of the West, we got uh, the Jazz playing the Clippers. Um, I got Clips in six, honestly, because uh, they're going to be, they would win on home on their home court in game six. Uh, the Jazz, I don't know. They've been so reliant on three-point shooting, and three-point shooting doesn't always come through in the playoffs, you know? Like, I've seen it time and time again, like, Houston missing, like, 33s in a row in the playoffs against the Warriors. Uh, the Celtics choking down the stretch in the fourth quarter against the Cavs in that one Eastern Conference Finals, you know? You can't rely on three-point shooting in the playoffs. you got to try to get other looks. And, uh, yeah, Kawhi, Paul George, I mean, a lot of people meme on Paul George, but... This season, he's been like, he's been pretty good this season, I'm be honest. And I get the whole thing, playoff P, it's a joke. I joke around about it too. But when I think he can come out of a slump in the playoffs and he could do it, you know? Um, so yeah, Clippers and six against the Jazz. Uh, moving on to the other matchup in the second round for the West, we got uh, Denver versus Lakers. I got Lakers and six on their home court also. Uh, Denver doesn't have Jamal Murray, and that's tough. And, uh, I mean, Jokic can do a lot, but he can only do so much, you know? Like, it's tough, because you, you could have AD on Jokic or vice versa, you know? Uh, this is tough. Like, um, uh, this is tough. But they don't really have anyone to match up with LeBron. Oh, I guess they have Michael Porter Jr., but, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. can shoot good, but is he really going to be locking down LeBron? I feel like he isn't, and... uh they know they got that Compazzo guy and Austin Rivers. I don't know, maybe, maybe in a blue moon, but I think Lakers are just gonna beat them in six. That's my prediction. Lakers in six against the Nuggets. Second round of the East, we got Sixers versus Hawks. Um, this is a tough one, honestly. Uh, Sixers and seven because the Hawks match up good with the Sixers, probably the best out of any team in the East because uh, they got Capella to throw at Embiid, which is a really good matchup, you know, like he's going to be the best defender on Embiid out of a lot of these teams, their best like big men, you know, and then you got, um, you got DeAndre Hunter on Tobias Harris and you could get, um, then you have Trey Young, I guess, I don't know who they would put on Trey Young, I guess, uh, Seth Curry, I don't know, Trey Young can cook Seth Curry, um, Ben Simmons, he's not going to be scoring a ton, but he can play lockdown on someone on their team. They've got a lot of good role players, and they're going to stretch it out. But I still got uh, Sixers and seven. Because uh, if Embiid was healthy all year, Embiid was going to be my MVP, honestly. Embiid was dominant this year, and uh, he was he was balling big time. So, yeah, Sixers and seven. Um, then we got the Hawks, or not the Hawks, the Bucks versus the Nets in the second round. And uh, it's tough. I don't know. I The fan inside of me wants to say... Milwaukee and seven, but the the Nets just got too much firepower. Like you can see it when they play the Celtics the last few games. Like they could be down by one or up by one, and then as soon as they really want to win, they just turn it on. And they beat them by like twenty and a quarter, and it's over automatically. You know, like the other night, Joe Harris had twenty points. He's like the fourth best player in their team, and he had twenty points in one quarter. It's like this is tough. So Nets and seven. You got you got Giannis on KD. Uh, that's a wash, you know. Giannis is one of the few players who can really guard KD like that. 
But then you got Drew Holiday on Kyrie. It's a good matchup. It's going to be a great series. Like, that's kind of, he can hold them defensively. But I guess you got Middleton on uh, Middleton or PJ Tucker on Harden. Probably PJ Tucker. Yeah. It's a, it could go either way, honestly. But I got Nets and seven over them, uh, which is tough because I love Giannis. I would love to see him make the finals and win the finals. But I don't know if it's going to happen because how they have to play the Nets. But who knows? Maybe he's. You know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So, uh, conference finals on the West, you got uh, Clippers versus the Lakers. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to bet against LeBron. Even as much as I hate LeBron, you know, it's just, I would love with all my heart to see the Clippers beat LeBron, LeBron, all the LeBron memes, but I don't know. Lakers and, I got Lakers and seven against the Clippers because, uh, I mean, there's no real home court advantage for the Clippers. That's the really tough part of the series because it's in Staples. So every single game is going to be flooded with Lakers fans, no matter who is the home team, quote-unquote, you know. But I think, I mean, you got Kawhi and LeBron. That's going to be a great series. I wouldn't be surprised with that one either way, you know, just like the Nets and Bucks series. But Lakers in seven, and then uh, going to the East, the conference finals, you got Philly versus the Nets. And uh, that's a tough one because... Nets don't have anyone guard to guard uh, Embiid, really, you know? I guess they got Claxton and DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan doesn't even touch the court against the Celtics, and they have Tristan Thompson, Time Lord. Like, I don't know. It's tough because they both got strengths in different areas. But, I mean, you can have Ben Simmons on KD, you know? And then you have Harden. And I guess you put Tobias Harris on Harden or something, and you got Seth Curry on Kyrie. It's just tough, you know? They got too much offensive firepower to really for uh, Philly to really keep up. Like, Embiid's going to get tired from trying to carry the load so much because, you know, Simmons isn't going to do crap. And, uh, Tobias Harris might do good, but I got I got Nets and six in that series, honestly. So Nets and six on their home court. So then you got Nets versus Lakers finals, what Adam Silver and the NBA ultimately wants, you know. Like, that's the dream scenario. That's what's going to get the most ratings, you know. That's what they want. Uh you can see it from some of these games with how it's being riffed, you know. But uh and then I got Nets and um well in a perfect world for the NBA, they wanted to go seven, so it could be like uh kind of a repeat of that Cavs Warriors game seven twenty sixteen. So I think I got Nets and seven because you know, that Nets team is so much more talented than like that Lakers team. Or not so much more, but it's more talented. They got three top 12 players on a team, and the Lakers got two top six or seven, you know? But, yeah, it's just too much for the Lakers to handle, I feel like. And KD, LeBron, that's a wash. AD, no one to really guard AD, but then the Lakers guards. You got Schroeder and KCP and Caruso trying to guard Harden, Kyrie, you know? That's just a tough one. And Joe Harris, and you know, it's just a tough one. So I got Nets and seven in that. And then I got hot take. I got Harden finals MVP because Harden's going to get this assist and this rebounds and he's going to fill up the stat line more than, um, than KD or Kyrie will. I mean, I want to be surprised to see KD or Kyrie win it also, but I don't know. Maybe KD will get it because he's going to be on LeBron the whole series. It's going to be a good matchup and KD's a more polarizing figure, you know, but I got Harden finals MVP, his first ring, uh, Katie's third and Kyrie's second. And uh yep, that's my playoffs prediction. Uh 
you know, just after seeing the after seeing Tatum drop 15, I was inspired to do an episode. I haven't done one in a few months, but now that school's over, I want to do more. Uh, I want to get a YouTube channel going. I want to do some like graphics and stuff, and do like little videos, like a webcam or whatever, whatever floats your boat. You know, uh, yeah, uh, I want to put more time into here, and uh, you know, maybe I'll do some stuff on baseball. You know, I've been keeping up with the Red Sox this year. They've been really good. They've been like one of the probably top two or three best teams in baseball. Maybe even the, you could argue they could have been maybe the best team in baseball right now. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely we'll do episodes on the Patriots. Uh, maybe we'll do one on predictions for their schedule. I'll go to their schedule and do predictions. Like what I think is going to happen with Mac Jones, what's going to happen with uh, Cam. Will Cam be the start of the whole year? But I'll probably w- hold off on that for a little bit because uh, – who knows? Maybe Julio might get traded to the Pats in the next few days. You know, like it sounds like it might be likely. I would love Julio the Pats, you know. Uh, but yeah, so keep tuned for that. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. And thanks for listening.